It is January 1st, 2020. I'm Adrian Grimaldo, and you are listening to a New Year's edition of the Island Fish Podcast. I'm joined today uh, by my homie, Chris. Chris, how the hell are you? Pretty drunk, but pretty good. So we have just come back from our uh, New Year's extravaganza downtown Burlington, and yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna lie, I'm a little, a little tipsy myself. I feel like I'm coming down. Uh, the worst is over. The long wait for the Uber slash Lyft was the worst part. So we were smart. Don't drink and drive. We decided to get Uber uh, to downtown. And then we decided to try Lyft uh, coming back because I had like a 10% discount or something. Well, fucking driver kept missing us and driving around. I finally canceled on the son of a bitch. And we ended up getting an Uber. Uh, the ride downtown was $22, which I thought was a bit ridiculous. The ride back was like $51. So for two rides, it was like, after tipping and everything, it was like $75. I mean, realistically, that costs less than DUI. So I True. Mean, we're, in the, we're in the good here. Uh, but just, like I was telling you earlier, my brother was telling me when he and a bunch of friends went out for the 4th of July... Uh, their Uber, like, 10 minutes away, ended up being, like, 50-something dollars. So, it definitely, it's a demand thing. The whole supply and demand thing. <laughs> Capitalism at its best with Uber <laughs> and Lyft. Oh, but we are enjoying this new year, new us, hashtag, uh, here on the Island Fish Podcast. And if you haven't noticed, we have a brand new logo uh, which is pretty sweet. It's something I've been working on for a little bit, and I'm glad we finally have that up and running. Um, hopefully soon we'll have some new intro music as well. Uh, I hope y'all had a merriest, merriest of Christmases. Chris, did you have a Merry Christmas? I did. My Christmas is pretty great. How's yours? It was delightful. Very low-key. Anything special that old St. Nick dropped your way? Uh, the new um, Samsung Galaxy Tab 6 so I could now run emulators and be cheap <laughs> so what uh, what emulators are you running on that thing uh, I forgot the name of the one for N64 but there's called Redream for Dreamcast It's there's a free version or you can pay $6 and they'll run it in like full HD so I did that, I haven't had a chance to play around with it too much because I just barely started getting it to work but Seems like pretty legit. Now, what games have you have you downloaded? I know No Mercy is a big game that you've been wanting to play again for a while on your uh, on your tablet. But any other games you've downloaded? Uh, WCW NWO Revenge, NFL Blitz Special Edition, Star Fox sixty four for that. And then for Dreamcast, we did Crazy Taxi, WWF Royal Rumble, and Power Stone two. I remember Power Stone, I think. I'm trying to remember where... Did, did we, you have a Dreamcast, right? I do. I think yeah, we I think played, we it, played here it here one time. Yeah. One time. But this just saves the effort of having to plug in all the systems all the time. I can just download them on the computer and just plug the computer and the TV. Now, I didn't realize they had a WWE or, I guess, WWF game for the Dreamcast. Can you tell me a little bit about that? It's not great. It's <laughs> just... <laughs> Just it's better graphics ish than the uh, N64 ones. 
the big thing was in that one, if you have a finisher, you can kick out, but you can use it as a way to make your friend lose their finisher by just pinning them. They use a finisher and kick out. Then you just do like one move and pin them again, and they're done. <laughs> so it's it's kind of cheesy the way it works, but I mean, for 99 or whatever it came out, it was good enough. You know, I think the Dreamcast is a very underrated system. I mean, for, well, I for a time. It. Like, I remember going to your cousin's house and playing his all the time. I loved Sonic. He had Sonic Adventures and Sonic Adventures 2 for it, and I would play that a lot. And that's... I got a Dreamcast a couple months ago. I only have, I think, the, the one game for it. It's uh, like a Punch-Out clone, I guess. A Ready to Rumble? Yeah, that one. I have that game. game. Um, but I really want to get those Sonic games again. I know I have them for, like, every other system, but playing them on the OG Dreamcast is just, you know... The problem was the PS2 kind of killed it because the PS2 had a DVD player. You could get a DVD player for $200, I think it was PS2 when it came out at the time, or you could buy a DVD player for 300 And Dreamcast couldn't run DVDs, so once PS2 came out and it was... I think a little bit cheaper at the same price, but it could do a lot more. It death nail for it. But the Dreamcast did before, I think a lot of those systems too was like online play. I think that was the big thing, like you could connect to the internet and it had that like weird memory card thing too that had like a screen. Yeah, it had pictures on it. You could play little games on the memory card. So that's I I think again, one of the most underrated systems. I really think if uh you know, they had more time and, I guess, you know, a bigger library. If they could have came out a year earlier than they did, they'd have been all set because they could have had the market. But they came out too close to the PS2 and Sony killed it off. It's kind of weird thinking back about all those, like, old systems. Well, they are old, but... Well, that's where all the 2K games got their start, like... Uh, NBA 2K, they got their start on Dreamcast. NFL 2K, which is still better than Madden, that got its start on there. <laughs> so that's where it really took off was on Dreamcast. And after Dreamcast went away, 2K Studios continued and put it on PlayStation and Xbox. So without Dreamcast, you wouldn't have like NBA 2K20 that's out right now. That's ridiculous if you think about it. I mean, ooh. This year, we're going to see the launch of the Xbox, whatever, Series X, WWXYZ. <laughs> Xbox Series XX. I just. And then you get the PlayStation 5 also dropping this year as well. It's, uh, it's kind of funny to look back and see where we started with and how far we've come. I know from the old, like, pretty much straight, boxy 3D graphics to now as lifelike as you can get pretty much aside from like some ultra high def PC games but I don't need all that in my life PS4 works just fine and PS5 will be a worthy successor I'm sure I'll have it day one <laughs> yeah I can't wait to see uh, when they uh, gonna release that PlayStation 5 I'm super excited for that um, I think I'm definitely probably not going to get that Xbox it's just it, nothing about it really seems appealing to me and that's coming from someone who you know loved the original Xbox I love the 360 the one I I don't hate it but it's not my favorite I'm definitely more a, a Sony person this generation and a Nintendo person 
with the Switch. I absolutely love my Switch. Um, I think uh, Xbox like, is going to hurt a little bit. I like first-party games for the Switch, but I would never buy a third-party game that I can get on PlayStation because everything runs so much smoother because PlayStation has so much more power than the Switch. But you can't play Mario on PlayStation so or Pokemon, so you got to keep the Switch around for that at least. <laughs> Now, speaking of Pokemon, we both know that Sword and Shield came out a couple months ago, I think, in November, about the tail end of November. Um, you know, the controversy... Controversy? Controversy? controversy. <laughs> there we go. Um, we all know about all that shit that went down with that. What, what were your feelings on that game? I liked it. I mean, not as much as some of the other ones. I felt like I could have done a little bit more, but... I mean, it's the first one on a brand new system. They couldn't put every Pokemon on... Everybody knows it, but everybody still complained about it. I would prefer there to be some of the older ones in there, like the original starters besides Charizard would have been nice to put in, like Squirtle, and <laughs> like Mew and Mewtwo, stuff like that. Well, it's funny you mention that, because if uh, the data mines, to be correct, um, you know, those Pokemon are in the game. Like, uh, you know how in Pokemon Let's Go, if you got that Pokeball thing, you get Mew? Same thing, if you get the pokeball and don't transfer it to let's go games you can transfer it to the sword and shield games and you get mew but it should just be there you shouldn't have to buy a 30 or 40 dollar peripheral to get one pokemon yeah but that's how to get their money now it's ridiculous but i feel like a lot of people um will kind of grow out of that whole issue with the pokedex because i feel like Either next year or in 2021, we're going to get the Diamond and Pearl remakes, which will, I hope, make up for the lost Pokemon that didn't make it in uh, during Sword and Shield. Uh, but yeah. I definitely, again, see both sides, the whole argument about, oh, all the Pokemon should have been in. Oh, they should have... In Sword and Shield, isn't there like 300 or 400 Pokemon in it? Yeah, I think there's about 400, I believe. Yeah, so that's, that's plenty. You don't need 800 and something. I fully understand... Why they couldn't write code for 800-something Pokemon. Well, to, to play devil's advocate, um, it's not that they couldn't write the code. It's that they were just lazy because, you know, a lot of the stuff they tried to future-proof with uh, Sun and Moon, I believe. Like, the whole jump to the 3DS, they kind of future-proofed with the, the models they made. And for some reason, um, it just... Whatever happened, they just didn't bring all the models in i mean there's a few tweaks here and there with some of the newer models for older pokemon but for the most part the models they're the same as the ones that are on the 3ds not a whole lot different no no i think uh the issue was they wanted to have this game out by the holidays so they get that money and because there's that whole thing like it's not just a game they're the whole franchise you got the anime you got uh merchandising so, like, they couldn't push it back because of all those other things. But I am willing to give this one a pass because, again, first one on a brand new system. I don't count Let's Go. That was just a reskin of and rework of ones that already came out. This is the first mainline one for the Switch. Give it a pass. We'll see what the next one turn out to be. See if they learn from their mistakes. Try again. I do like the wild area. That's kind of cool how you can meet up with friends and. Or just use a computer if you don't have any friends. <laughs> <laughs> like us. Take out the Dynamax ones. That's kind of a cool little feature that they could expand upon in the future. 
I like everything that kind of set in place now. They have a foundation. They can just build now and make a really good game a year or two down the road. Now, as we've seen in previous generations, are you going to pick up the essential third version if they decide to do that? Or are you just going to be like... What would the third version be like? I know, like, so it's all, like, red and blue get, like, yellow, so this would be sword and shield and get... Gun. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say rifle. <laughs> but, yeah, um, I don't know, maybe if they added something to it, but if it was just the same game again, I didn't have to buy both sword and shield like some people did. I'm feeling a little attacked right now. <laughs> but if they added enough different stuff to it, I'd consider getting the new version of the two new versions my only fear is it's gonna be another situation like with sun and moon and ultra sun and moon because literally it was the same game with like one or two little tweaks in the storyline and like the way they advertised it it made it seem like oh this is gonna be like a sequel to the game when in fact it was literally just the game with a few a couple yeah a few changes here and there uh, well, same as when they did, or I guess when they did Black and White, then Black and White 2, they, it was like kind of a continuation type thing. Or enough different, or more different than Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Well, Black and White 2 literally was a sequel. Like, yeah, it had the same starter Pokemon, but you were a completely different person and built on the story uh, that the first two games, you know, laid out. Which was kind of cool, because the only time we've seen kind of a similar thing was in Gold and Silver. Um, but we'll see. You know, Game Freak does their own little thing. I mean, surely they've heard all the cries from all the internet people and about their game. Mopping up everybody's tears with all the money they made off the game. Yes, all these sweet money, yes. <laughs> well, before I forget, special shout out to Aaron and Mark who are listening. Aaron and Mark, we love you guys. Happy New Year's. Hope y'all are doing well. So let's shift away from video games for a minute and go back to New Year's. How fun was tonight? It was a great night. Now, I've talked about this before on the podcast. Usually, for me at least, every year I go to our friend's Matt's house. Uh, for, for a New Year's party, and I, I did make an appearance this year, but, you know, it's it's gotten old. Nothing on them, it's just, you know, it's the same kind of stuff every year, and, like, we've always kind of talked about going downtown, you know, be hip and happening, <laughs> part of the crew. Um, so finally this year, we, we bit the bullet and went downtown and went to this wonderful bar called JP's, and you know, I had a blast. Like, they had karaoke, good drinks, good people. Saw my cousin there I hadn't seen for forever. You know, it was just a really good time. Yeah, it wasn't overcrowded. It was nice. Um, I did run into somebody who thought they knew me, and apparently it's just from being a customer at work. And she said they tried going to Red Square, and it was a $45 cover charge to go into a bar. So you had to pay $45 to then spend like ten dollars on a drink no you know how much we paid nothing to get in and the drinks were the same price as they would be any normal night they didn't upcharge them because of the holiday they had party favors i got a hat had a little bit of the bubbly <laughs> had a little bit of the bubbly 
it was just you know you know I'm I'm again I'm really glad we did this because it's just something, you know I'm what twenty fuck I don't even know how old I am twenty something twenty six. <laughs> well, I know I'm thirty. You're an old man. Yeah. Like like we're we're getting there and you know I've never been to like a bar on New Year's you know it's other holidays yeah but New Year's on my bucket list so I'm really glad we got to check that one off and you know I really had fun singing some karaoke we did uh. The Proclaimers, I want to be. 500 Miles, yeah. And then I did a little bit of uh, uh, Katy Perry last Friday night, TGIF. A lot of people wearing sequins. I was not fully prepared for that, but it was nice to see. There's some, as they would say on Letterkenny, Dirty Dangles boys, some big city snipes. There's some uh, Swipey Snipey's boys. <laughs> Freda! It was a good looking crowd. Good looking crowd tonight. And we got party hats, which I was super excited about. <laughs> They're wet. We're <laughs> <laughs> wet until we went outside. Yeah. I just wish they would have had a few more sizes for the hats. <laughs> they are one size fits all, but not me. Yeah, we got big heads. Just my hat was a little, a little tight. Mine was close to a yarmulke. <laughs> it's funny too. We were supposed to. Well, we first went to Lincoln's, which is. A bar that we've been trying to go to for forever, it seems like. And we got there, and we're like, eh, let's let's turn around and go to JP's. And we just stayed there the entire day. The line just wasn't moving, and every bar we walked by had a line. And we weren't sure if the night was going to work out. And then I'm like, you know what? JP's hasn't let us down before. And we got there, sure enough, got right in, got right up to the bar, got our first drinks. Found a place to stand. It wasn't overly crowded. You could move around. You could dance. You could have a good time. It was easily my favorite bar downtown. I just like how, like most of the other bars, I feel dirty. <laughs> like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm, again, I'm like 20, 26, 27. I don't fucking know how old I am. It's <laughs> I'm playing on the alcohol at this point. But, like, every other bar, it feels like it's all just teeny boppers and people I can't really relate to anymore. JP's kind of has that older crowd. Uh, people, you know, I could strike a conversation with and not be considered creepy. There's a nice mix. There's, like, some pretty old people. Then there's a little bit younger than that. There's, like, a nice demo. Like, there's people closer to my age, people closer to AJ's age. If you go somewhere like, where is it we went on my Spewties. birthday? Spewties! Oh, yeah, Spewties, but when we went on I my birthday... I fucking love Spewties, though. <laughs> to uh, Ake's place. Not Ake's. Um, what I, ails I, you? And I'm pretty sure the median age there was like 22. That I, if, if not younger. Pretty sure there were some people Pretty sure age. I was the third oldest person at that bar behind my friends Tony and Amanda. Like, it was funny watching Tony go in there. He was just like just out of his element because he's three years older than me <laughs> I'm pretty so sure was, someone's like whose dad is that yeah it was <laughs> it was ridiculous so we just stick to the place where we fit like we feel like we fit in at JP's more than anywhere else it's probably because they have some bitchin karaoke that helps you are not one to tear it up on the dance floor too too much but I can go belt out a couple songs almost in key. <laughs> That's debatable. So almost. <laughs> oh man. So 
what have you been up to besides, you know, uh, just going to bars, chilling like an old man? Uh, it's just work, getting through the holidays, getting through the, the hustle and bustle, as it were. Just getting ready for to kind of slow down again, kind of go back to normal. I'm, I'm with you. Like, the holidays, you know joy and peace towards your fellow man and such but I'm glad they're over yeah I like it like the lead up to it and then when it happens then after that I'm just like alright survived it done with it now it's time to move on to the next one well, the next one would be Super Bowl probably is that considered a holiday well it might be well I already see they're fucking setting up for Valentine's Day <laughs> yeah. like I was talking to a customer the other day and she's like, oh, yeah, I work at, like, the Kenny Drugs, and they've had that out since before Christmas. I'm like, are you serious? And she's like, yeah, it's ridiculous. I'm like, Jesus, man. I think we're starting to get our stuff put up. I guess Shaw's had theirs up already, so it's times are coming. Just, <laughs> Valentine's Day will be cheaper this year, so I'm not trying to get as much. <sighs> Excuse me, I'm yawning. Don't yawn on the podcast. That's right, you're uh, single and ready to mingle this year. Yeah, buddy. No le ball in chain. <laughs> <laughs> That's how the French say it. Speaking of the French, uh, how'd you like the new season of Letterkenny? Oh, it was great. I liked season eight a lot better than season seven. Not that I didn't like season seven, but... I don't know, it just, it, it fell off for some reason, but this one felt like it got back on track. Yeah, definitely. I feel like, again, like, I liked the last season, but this new one they dropped um, during the holidays, just, it felt a lot better, and it felt, I guess, what's the word I'm looking for? It just, overall, it, it, it worked better, I feel It had like. a better flow to it, and, like, the main characters had more stuff to do in it than, like, last time. I do think they found a good rhythm, though, of their character ratio. Like, I feel like some seasons will only have, like, some characters, and the others others will have uh, other characters. Like, season seven didn't have Miss McMurray, and I don't think uh, Jimmy Dixton, Dixon, Dixon. Dixon was in it. Uh, but in this season, that both of them are, and but Glenn's not. Glenn was, like, kind of a big focus with that crack your egg, egg. Crack an egg. Crack an egg. Uh, last season, but I think he was only in like one or two episodes this season. So they're kind of working on the, like, I guess, screen time for, for their their actors and stuff, which is, you know, some people are going to be disappointed that not every one of their favorites are in each episode, but, you know, it's a good good balance. Well, as long as the, the core four of... Um... Wayne, Squirrely Dan, Derry, and Miss Katie's are there, then it's fine. I even like how, like, in the first couple episodes, without giving too, too much away, that Wayne wasn't really present as much. Like, they focus on, like, the hockey stuff to get that out of the way and kind Wayne of tie was, up. Wayne was in grieving from the end of season seven, so. But, but it was uh, just kind of cool. Like, instead of, you know, the traditional stuff that we see, they had, like, that TSN shit going on and they kind of focus more on like Riley and Jonesy and Shorzy so give your balls a tug <laughs> and, and Dennis just uh, those characters and I can't help but mention Stuart's horn <laughs> Stuart 
<laughs> see when Roald pulls down Sturt's pants and as he goes by, he just gives Dick a little push up at the end. Just a good little fluff. It, it warmed my heart. It's fantastic. <laughs> Uh, but if you haven't watched Letterkenny at all, I highly recommend steal your ex-girlfriend's uh, Hulu account, anything to watch the series because it is such a funny show and you're going to find a laugh somewhere. If not the first episode, even a couple seasons in. And for the most part, for like the earlier seasons, you don't really have to watch them in order. Like you just kind of pick an episode and enjoy it. The only ones you really can just watch separately are the... Special holiday episodes, because those aren't 100% canon, if you will. Christmas episodes, one of my favorites, though. Just to <laughs> coach Christmas singing Christmas songs. I, I, I think I told this story in the podcast, but like we were trying to figure out if that song was like a real song or something. So I ended up tweeting Mark Forward, who plays coach on Letterkenny, and he actually tweeted me back. He's like, nah, man, I improvised that. I'm like, fucking dirty dangles, boys. <laughs> and I just, I thought that was cool. Usually when I tweet at a celebrity on Twitter, they don't reply back. So it was kind of nice hearing back from somebody. That's because you shoot high. You gotta, like, the Letterkenny ones are not too, too famous yet, so there's a good chance you can get a response from them. Well, it's hurtful. I don't shoot too, too high. I mean, yes, Bill Gates for a couple million dollars. I don't think that's that's too high. Well, somebody in New York got him for like the, or New Yorker around here got it for the, uh, it's like the Reddit secret Santa thing. Somebody got Bill Gates and he sent him like a 81 pound package of just random stuff. I think she saw she got some Legos. And like stuff for her cats and... I wish Bill Gates was my secret Santa. I didn't get shit for my secret Santa. Do you even do the secret Santa? I do. I do the Reddit secret Santa every year. Oh. I got like a little book or something. I don't even remember what it well, was. Did you like, send anything for secret Santa? Yeah, I sent uh, my person. Ideally, they liked uh, Funko Pops. So I sent them, I think, a couple Star Wars ones. Um, That was about it. I was hoping for something cool back, and I got like a book or something i don't even remember what it was like well this fucking sucks i ain't gonna do this next year probably do it again next year though you'll forget yeah should send them uh audio tracks of the island fish podcast. <laughs> yeah next year hey what's this oh someone say a podcast honey oh this podcast suck well screw you you're subscribed now or you can get it to bill gates and then he can put you on mixer or one of those microsoft <laughs> things Billy, if you're listening, hook up brother up. I'm still need that million dollars. How fucking cool would that be to get him as your secret Santa? That'd be fantastic. Fucking a. I just asked for my student loans to be paid. <laughs> Credit card debt go. <laughs> that wouldn't even be a drop in the bucket for him. Yeah, he's just like, oh yeah, here's a couple, a couple thousand. You're good. Oh, thank you, Billy. He makes more than that taking a shit. I think he. Every time he waves his hand, he makes more than that. Oh, definitely. He's only worth, like, what, $30 billion or something like that? Must be fucking nice. I know Jeff Bezos passed him not too, too long ago. That's the Apple guy, right? No. No? Steve Bezos is the Amazon guy. Oh. That company that's taking over the world. Must be nice. I don't even... Oh, excuse me. It's, like, almost 3 o'clock here, so pardon me for yawning. It's... 
not my intention, but goddamn, we're getting we're getting there. <laughs> but I'm surprised. Um, more like celebrity people don't do that secret Santa. They probably do. They just you yeah, don't they hear just about use it. A different name or. Oh, maybe I'll try it next year, or if we do our friends' uh, secret Santa. I still think we should do that. We've been talking a little bit about doing a secret Santa for the friends. Nothing too too extreme, like maybe five to ten dollars gifts. I think that'd be cool. Wait, we did not so secret Santa with our friend Aaron. Uh, AJ bought him the battle pass for. Fortnite and I bought him a couple skins and emotes and stuff and, and in return he sent us unicorn sparkle ice cream which if you haven't had I highly recommend so going good. to your nearest Wally World and seeing if they have it uh, just a disclaimer it's not made with real unicorns just want to throw that out there some the, people the Walmart brand good value and it's like cotton candy and cake flavored ice cream with sprinkles and there's frosting in it oh it's so good. It's delightful. I really wish our Walmart had it. Like, he had to drive, what, two hours to bring it to us? Oh, yeah. Here's what... <laughs> now you're yawning. Ugh. One thing I, I, I hate about the whole, like, drug night is we didn't get our greasy food. I'm still on that. I'm a fat kid. I love my food. And I was really hoping we get something fucking greasy. But the goddamn... Fucking the lines were just ridiculous for all the food places. Well, it was a mob at KKD and a mob outside of Mr. Mike's, and there was a line to get into Manhattan Pizza. <coughs> Excuse me. So, and a line outside the food truck, so we just decided, you know what? We'll just go home. And I don't trust that other food truck, too, because our friend, or another a girl named Aaron, she got sick last time we went downtown with her eating chicken wings there so it was like yeah let's avoid that one and it just and even civil there's a mob outside of that too so goddamn mobs they're goddamn ruining my food time and then it was quarter after one one thirty. we were tired it was cold out so I just figured you know what we'll just, we'll just leave like my nipples were so, so hard <laughs> I, I could cut diamonds with them they cut glass <laughs> But I guess you can cut diamonds, yeah. No, I couldn't cut diamonds. Or I could. Fuck, I don't even know anymore. <laughs> it's past my bedtime. It's been uh, a long day. Especially when you work all day and then go do that. I wouldn't know. <laughs> I got the day off. But I spent my day. I watched. I watched a few episodes of Letterkenny and then I helped clean around the house a little bit. Nothing, nothing too fancy, you know. <laughs> I'd take it easy to make sure I had your energy for tonight. Well, it only happens one time a year. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> and we are in a new decade. New decade, new... Brand new decade. Decade. I can't believe it's 2020 already. God damn. Feel old yet? Yeah. Like I was telling you earlier, this is technically my fifth decade I've been alive for. Because <laughs> I around for four months in the 80s. The 90s, the 2000s, the 10s, and I'm in the 20s. So yeah, this is, this is number five. <coughs> number five on our countdown. <laughs> the 20s. The roaring 20s. There's a lot of roaring 20s parties. Like, there's one at Echo tonight, and there's, I think, another one. People are getting all dressed up for it, but I didn't want to put that much effort in. 
Fuck no. I mean, didn't we have Prohibition during the 20s? I think so. So, jokes on them. They can't drink alcohol. <laughs> well, they just turned to a speakeasy, so they couldn't. <laughs> so, any New Year's resolutions? None that I can think of. I've, I've tried to think, and I just can't can't put my finger on anything. How about you? Um, get Blue Chew as a sponsor. <laughs> I think that's about it. Maybe get a pair of those uh, compression pants. No. <laughs> the uh, green and gold stripe overalls, the, the Packers ones, that, that guy at the cornhole chamber. That's what out. we didn't talk about. So before we went out downtown... We were watching the fucking Cornhole Championship on, uh, was it ESPN? Uh, yeah, it was on ESPN News, I think. Like, I, I played Cornhole. Uh, I never knew it was, like, a pro sport. So when we were watching it, like, I was just like, oh, this is gonna be stupid. But we were fucking invested in this tournament. We played to be downtown for 10 o'clock, but we watched it until 10 o'clock because it was so interesting watching them play Cornhole. Like, it was the doubles for the world championship. And, like, these guys were just sh- shooting tit for tat. Like, one would get a point, and then they'd cancel each other out. And just, like, it was just back and forth. And finally, uh, these these two get- kids won. But for a while, it was they just They defended like, the ship, boys. They brought that ship home. They got a yacht. Oh, uh, they did mention that if it kept getting tied after... I think it was after 12 rounds... Whoever's leading, they call it. So they don't just play forever. Like I thought they did. (laughs) We'd still be here watching it. Well, thank you again for listening to the Island Fish. This is the first episode of 2020. Uh, The first one with our brand new logo, as always. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, Podomatic, uh, Spotify, Google Play, YouTube. Chris, any closing words? Not that I can think of. Just... Stay thirsty, my friends. (laughs) Uh, We'll see you next week. Take care. Keep swimming.